the law. Someone actually put that in an email back to us yesterday that I was responding to. Love is the law. And I'm like, yes, okay. Thank you. We know that. Here is the deal. Here's something I don't think anyone knew and or expected. Hmm. All right. So just a little backstory. I have uh, literally served a Caesar salad, steak tartare, and Cherry's Jubilee to Barry Manilow. Okay? What? These are, these are all table-side things that someone made table-side. Jerry, the maitre d' made these when Barry Manilow rented out the restaurant I worked at in Scottsdale, Arizona, for the 1980... Uh, four or three um, or two Super Bowl. Um, he rented out the entire restaurant yeah. with his team and came in Barry Manilow. Mm-hmm. And it was Sunday, and I don't know if they went to the game. I don't know if it was even in Arizona. I cannot remember that, but I remember waiting on him and how we were all so excited when he made the reservation to come in with his party on Super Bowl Sunday. And so I got to, you know, I wasn't allowed to make the food table side. Good choice. Yeah, good choice. But I got to serve it after they made it around the table. So I've been connected to Barry Mandelow. Before that, Mandy was the hit song on on the ski bus, you know, to Snowcrest in fifth grade. (laughs) And um, then I waited on him, which just sealed the deal. But there's big, big news. He has decided... That he wants to get into the Christmas song business. And he has dropped a cover of the coveted All I Want for Christmas, my Mariah Carey song. Yes, ma'am. It hit last Friday with little fanfare, but now it's jumped up to number four on iTunes. And here it is, All I Want for Christmas by Barry Manilow. What do you think? Okay. It's, it do, it's not as fast-paced yeah. as Mariah. It doesn't have all the, you know, stuff. It's more chill, but his voice sounds lovely. Yeah. Here's how what I think of why I could see this getting popular. It Like, sometimes singing along with Mariah Carey is mortifying because they just know you can't. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I Fair? don't feel that way with Barry Mantle. I'm like, all I want for Like, I feel like it's singable. It is. It's, it's kind of... A little more calming. Yeah. I liked it. Da-dun, 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 da-dun. I love our Barry, who started out with the fabulous name Barry Allen Pincus. I just did a little Barry deep dive because oh, I, I really have always felt well, like we were kinders. Him. We were kinders. You gave him sustenance <laughs> in a time that he needed it. I know it. He needed to eat it. What is And I remember Jubilee? what he ate. Cherry's Jubilee is a flambe dessert that you make table side. You start on fire. You start it on fire. Wow. And I love cherries. And it's Me just too. a fun one. Steak tartare, you make table side too. And Caesar salad. We did. Because this was a, a French cafe lesseur. Milton Barnes the third was the owner. His father-in-law was the famous golf course designer Pete Dye. I was his girl Friday. Did you? And he was a cocaine addict, and uh, ended up driving his little Beamer, his BMW 320i back in the eighties. It was orange, and I would do his, you know, get his dry cleaning because yeah. everything was starch with his logo on it and his name. And I would do things around his house, too, for extra money. And I quit the day that he shot a gun in the other room. I mean, shot it off at the wall. Just, he was so high. 
He just shot the wall and again, I'm like, I ran out of there and never went back. Julia, this is an amazing yeah. story. Like Barry Manilow included is great, but like your side story has is I the main. Good, I thought it you was are a the good, main character in this it's story. Silly, the situ- I mean, but he. You get to drive his I'm car. Saying, oh yeah, I told you, and it was you know, I was driving at the time an AMC Eagle all-wheel drive station wagon, and that is a fancy car. Did you get to eat? <laughs> Uh, since they made things table side, did you? Oh, I ate everything. Yeah, I bet. And, he, I would... and, and out of the back room, I can't believe I'm saying all these names, but out of the back room was an it was a cocaine uh, drug like place. a den, like kind of. Oh. And then he would seduce all these ASU girls and take them back there. I mean, it was wild. I am saying all this on air. It's fine, but it's... I mean, I literally I watched someone. I would watch this movie. So addicted. Yeah, and I when the gun went off in the other room, I'm like, what am I doing here? It like was the Run. shot you needed out loud of like, this is not my vibe. But can I drive the car one more time? <laughs> <laughs> can I? I didn't drive here. I'm just going to use your car to get home. I don't <gasps> think you'll know where the car is anyway. It was just wild. What he, happened to him then? I don't know. He was from the East Coast. And he, and um, and he'd always push up his glasses. Kind of like what your dad, Kurt, does. Ellie. Oh, he does do that. He always pushes up his glasses. And this you can't say his name again. Okay. You, I can't I, say it again. But I, I will you tell did. you. Holy Toledo's the wild stuff that went on the eighties. You know, oh, I feel like I'm. I would definitely not be alive if I was. Oh no, I was. No, I didn't partake. This wasn't no, my saying, scene. But, my, but I, was... I mean, I was just like, I just needed a job. And he had his best friend who got divorced. Rich um, needed a job, and he had gotten divorced, and and he would do the flambe and table side side stuff. And Jerry, our maitre d', would just ugh. You do it so poorly. You don't know how to do anything, you know, because he was just <laughs> flamboyant, over the top, fabulous yeah. man. And he'd be like, oh, Rich, I suppose you have to do them tableside. And one day he's doing a flambe and I'm helping him, you know, I'm the side server. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden he's flambeing and, and his eyebrow starts on fire. And so he's starting oh <laughs> my God. on his face and trying not to be affected as the people <laughs> This is wild. There were so many stories out of that place. Wild. That easily the that's one of the best stories I've heard in 2023. No, it's, it's November. Oh no, I, no, I'm serious. But like, back to Mary Mallow. I mean, it he was, means nothing to me after that story, girl. Oh no, I feel like I I don't know why I couldn't tell the truth about some of these stories because I probably would be so afraid to say cocaine on the air and all that when we first started. But yeah, it was a. Uh, it was something. Yeah. I witnessed. You survived so and you got out. Much stuff. I know your mom and dad were in Vegas. Your mom and dad were in the restaurant business back then, too. I mean, it was a different time. Yeah, my dad lit the late 80s, early 90s yeah. when he was in Vegas. Oh, he was, yeah. And I was in the early 80s in Arizona before it was chic. You know, before all the money came in. Yeah. We still had, like, dirt roads and stuff. But I am going to say Barry Manilow. I we like the song. And he is coming out. With um, his show that he's been in the makes for 30 years is hitting Broadway. All right. And it is called... What is Barry Manilow's Harmony. show? Harmony. 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 I'm like the and corners of my mind. That isn't good one, that song. But the, it, Harmony is a true story that's based on um, six remarkably talented young men from a singing group who became international sensations. They were called the Comedian Harmonists. 
They they sold millions of records, starred in motion pictures, biggest theaters around the world. But by 1935, we never heard from them again. Right. What happened? If you're on Broadway, anyway. right. we want to know. There you go. All right, that is our intro to our show, which we don't know which direction it will go today, but we do know we have tickets at some point to give away to Hootie and the Summer Camp Tour. At um, Those tickets go on sale tomorrow. It's going to be at the Somerset Amphitheater. And um, we also have tickets to A Christmas Carol opening night, November 17th. So those will be sprinkled out throughout our day. Thank you for hanging out with us. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. Thanks, Sally. Thanks, Sally. And I just might add, every single one of those things would be fun to do. Saltburn is the new hot movie. Yeah. It's premiering next Monday, I think, at the Edina Theater. Um, it's supposed to be so, so over. It's with Jacob Elori. Yeah. And um, it looks so good. Have you guys seen the preview? Yeah, that's really good. Anything with Jacob Elordi, he's so yummy. He really I is. Know. He really is. Has anyone seen Priscilla? No, but I, that's on my list. That's probably not not like I need to see it in theaters kind of vibe. I will watch it at some mm-hmm. point because I really do want to see it. Really? Really? All right, so, all right, so we've got our... Taylor Swift specialist. Thank I mean, you. you're here. You're doing the job. You might as well tell us what is the latest. It was funny at the um, at the AMC's last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, they talked about it at the very beginning. It was this back and forth about you know Taylor and Kelsey. Oh, the CMAs. Thank, thank yes. you. I said it wrong again. Ellie. No, you're fine. Um, <laughs> I wrote it wrong the second so time. I was like, Wait a minute, the AMAs. <laughs> like she last wrote time. down AMC, and then I told I her CMAs, and, and then I, <laughs> I changed it, and then I said the wrong one again. It's fine. Dyslexia. Okay, it's fine. Okay, so okay, here are some things we need to know about the Taylor Swift verse right now. She's starting her international dates starting tonight. Oh, so she's she's in South America. Yep, she's in okay. Argentina for three nights. She's doing Buenos Aires with a uh, um, Sabrina Carpenter. There's a lot of rumors around this. One of those rumors being is Travis Kelsey going to show up because he has a bye week. They were talking about him and his brother Jason have a podcast, New yeah, Heights, yeah. where they talk about that stuff and. He asked him, hey, what are you going to do on your bye week? And uh, he said, you got anything you're looking forward to? And he said, not really. I might just say F it and go somewhere nice. And I don't know. My skin's getting pale, so I got to go somewhere sunny. And his older brother said, maybe closer to the equator. So I have a feeling he's going to show up at this thing. But here's which is exciting, not exciting. Don't really care. Here's what I really there's two things about Taylor Swift this week. I really need you to focus on. Okay, I'm looking at you. You have my complete attention. So you know how we're waiting for the re-release of Reputation in her debut album? I know that's what we've been working towards. I didn't know exactly what it was, but thank you. We have two things left. All she has is her name, which is Taylor Swift, the debut, and her reputation left. Okay. So we have this huge theory going on. This is like the... Like, I don't want to say dark web. This is like the... Taylor web? Like the gray web. It's not full dark web. This is like my version of the internet. Okay. There's all these theories that tonight at the show, because of like, I could go into it details wise, but you would absolutely kill me. Thank you. That she is going to announce (laughs) announce that tomorrow we're going to get drop out of nowhere the re-release of Reputation because there's a phrase that she says, there will be no explanation. There will just be Reputation. So 
everybody's hinting that tonight she's going to be wearing every one of her outfits are going to be all black. This from, from the, the reputation era from the from her tour. Yeah, from you know how we went and saw the movie and she had all those different colored yeah. outfits. They have a feeling that they're going to go all reputation style, all black. Because as what a she fan, did. would you be disappointed if it's not? Yeah. Oh, if it was all black. No, if it wasn't. Oh, it's going to okay. be so, if she announces that she has the re-recording. And the vault songs of reputation, and she's going to play some of them at the tour. I would lose my mind there. We're the kind of fans that we get into that kind of stuff. Like when she did all blue outfits for 1989 re-release, everyone was pumped about it. So here's that's going on. Well, you'll find out tonight. Tomorrow, if I come in sad, at least we have our dance to work on, which I appreciate. Because if they don't do the re-release of reputation drop tomorrow, I will be a little sad. Luckily, I have other things going on in my life that will keep me afloat. Okay, good. Here's some more scandal that you need to know about. Taylor Swift still has bad blood with Kim Kardashian, correct? If you know that they did like the edit of the phone call where they were asking her permission to use her in a music video. The point is Kim Kardashian did Taylor Swift wrong along with Kanye and Taylor Swift's really never forgiven her. I don't think uh, Kim's ever asked for forgiveness. Right. Something really weird's happening because you know how Brittany Mahomes is officially in the friend group of Taylor Swift? And she is the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback's Patrick, yeah. wife. Patrick Mahomes, who's yes. the uh, quarterback for uh, the Chiefs' wife. Uh, they've been hanging out, and she went ahead and did this Skims photo shoot with her husband and two kids, which I think is betrayal at its most basis level because... She doesn't, it's not like their family needs the money. Not at all. And what, so I don't a, know what's going on with that, but I have a feeling. I, I have this weird feeling we might not, we might not see unless, God, unless she granted permission or Kim and her have buried the hatchet behind the scenes. But like, if not, I think that is grounds to, sorry, you don't get to roll with the girl group anymore. Well, do you think, she, I, I can't imagine that she wouldn't ask permission, knowing that Skims are Kim Kardashian, or maybe she was unaware of the feud. Yeah, I, I mean, mean if that you would have, be... Ellie's making a funny face. What's Ellie? that mean, Ellie? Okay, I firmly don't believe that she is unaware of any <laughs> okay. food, feud. Yeah, I'm with it's you. Just, Pop, Mary Poppins over here being naive. <laughs> she, well, and also, she's a bit of a sketchy individual herself. She's yeah. not drama-free. Right, That's okay. True. And what's funny is, like, I have had a weird place in my heart for Brittany Mahomes. I loved her in quarterback. I love a big old pregnant woman saying, go kill him, honey, and giving her a kiss on the... Yeah. Like, I think there was something kind of camp about Brittany that I like. I don't know why. I know she's done some questionable things. Um... I like her. Okay. I don't like this. I don't think on any level. I can't believe. Why would she do this? I don't know. And it's it's really kind of messing with my head a little bit. So No, don't let that affect you today. We need you. Thank you. I appreciate you bringing me back. And the dance, we'll do a, we'll do a dance break in between this segment. But I, yeah, I do think there's a lot. There's going to be a lot of fun things going on. And if you're a T-Swift fan... What's fun is that they always stream a lot of this live on like TikTok, Instagram, and her tour will be starting up and it will be so fun to see like the overseas crowd. And- if she that makes any changes yeah. in this, the Latin leg of the tour, whatever is going to happen. And it is rumored that um, Travis Kelsey or Kelsey Travis or 
whatever his name is. Yep, Kelsey. Kelsey is going to probably uh, <laughs> go see Taylor Taylor. Yeah, because he does have a buy break. They have the kind of money to go stop by. It would be super fun now that he because he saw her when they were not rumored to be together, and now now because she's been to you know a few of his games. Right. I think it's time for him to show up and cheer like the doting boyfriend he should be. Like I want to see him completely enthralled and staring at her the way that she watches him. I think it's only fair. Right. It's not like Argentina's that far away. No, it's just a, it's a hop, skip, skip, and a private jet away. It's not, it's not even a jump. <laughs> it's that. So that's right. your Taylor Swift update for this week. In the in the dance video that we're going to debut tomorrow. Yeah, that we we've have. we've been working on all week. All week. Endless my, I haven't seen my child or my husband. We've been working on this dance 24-7. Oh, there's, it's four hours long. People won't watch it. But anyway. Uh, make your expectations What's higher, What's the song? Uh, is it over now? Okay. So. This segment's over right now. You're welcome. If you hated Taylor Swift, don't worry. That was the only time we're going to talk about her. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Goodbye. We'll be back. Thank Bye you. talk. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. We have a question from one of our listeners. She was told she needs to split everything 50-50. Is this true? It's not that black and white. Our law says that there will be a fair and equitable distribution of the marital estate. Your marital estate talks about what you own and what you owe. Most cases, equitable usually means equal, but there can be facts in certain circumstances under which one party's awarded more assets or one party's awarded more debts. It's really a case-by-case basis, and that's why you really need to come in and talk to an attorney about what your particular case entails. So what does that mean for her house and her 401k? Again, it's really a case-by-case basis. And remember, dividing things equally, even if you're doing that, doesn't mean you're necessarily splitting every single asset. So there's lots of different ways to do it, depending on what people want, what their goals are, and how you can reach resolution. That's really good information. I bet a lot of other listeners want to know this. For your free one-hour divorce consultation, go to TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. Hey everybody, thank you for calling back. I can't believe none of my fellow Barry Manilowites have called in to tell me their encounters with BM. Well, here's the problem. <laughs> you would... Okay, so the Barry Manilow story got a little buried by your amazing story. I know. So, like, it's so funny. I feel like we're going to get more messages that were like, Julia has lived a life. Oh. Listen, when you're on your own since you've been born, you do. You're on your own, kid. You always have been. All right, big, big news, and I know it's been covered everywhere, every which way, but it is exciting. The SAG-AFTRA strike is over. Mm -hmm. It is over. Um, It was a 118-day strike. The longest strike ever before this was in um, 1980 that lasted 95 days. And I really think, for the most part, the actors are getting what they wanted, um, it's a billion dollar deal in total. It's valid for three years, though we visit it in three years. But basically, um, the deal saw most minimums increased by 7%, okay. which is 2% above what the Writers Guild got. Um, they um, have protections for actors against artificial intelligence, which and historic pay increases. There's also a streaming participation bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as increases in their pension and health contributions. And uh, basically, it took a long time to get there, but their people are so excited. It's not perfect, but people believe it's a massive win for the actors yeah. and their guild. And um, Sean Astin, if you know, he's Patty Duke's son, and he was in Rudy. He was Rudy and Rudy. 
um, is on the committee of the SAG committee. Mm -hmm. And he just said he was so pleased because the amount of time that all the captains and SAG-DAFTRA have put in and all the actors who have had to make changes in their lifestyle and all the other people in craft services and the, and the people who do hair and makeup. I mean, this just crippled L.A. I know. For, you know. Yeah, they have two industries that feed them. They have tourism mm-hmm. and uh, entertainment. And they've yes. been out. And that that affects everybody. Florists, hotels, restaurants. Everybody has been feeling this pain for a while. And mm-hmm. I just feel like you can just feel. They said, I was talking to somebody uh, who lives in L.A. today. And they said that last night you could just, it was palpable. The, like the feelings on the street of things are going to get better now. Yes. And Ellie posted um, Kevin Bacon doing his Footloose dance <laughs> is on the <laughs> Lori and Julia show page. And also, you know, if you just go through Insta or anything, you see all these actress, actors and actresses that are so ha- delighted. K- Tyler Perry even said, listen, this is really important to know, but we won. Us actors won. We got what we wanted. And the big uh, four people from the studios, Netflix, Warner Brothers, NBC, Universal, and Disney are so glad that it's over because they want to get back to programming. They made some concessions. So this is a big win. So hopefully we'll have new programming before too long. And Fran Drescher is a hero. Yeah. The nanny. Yeah, she stepped up and she took care of it. She did. That was my impression of her. Oh, God. And I was going to do her laugh, but I can't because my throat hurts from... (laughs) There you go. But I did... You know, there's this really cute movie that she's in. It's a love story where she goes... Do you know what I'm talking about, Ellie? I have. I love Fran Drescher. I do, too. too. If you go back and watch her style on The Nanny, you're going to go, she was insanely... She is insanely beautiful. Oh, gorgeous. But, But she's just... So a caricature of herself. Kind she's of thing. great at it. She's so good at it. But I, I literally like. There's things where I look at the nanny and go, "What her? The, he never treated her with the way she. Sh- she was a model, just casually walking around. Like that woman is gorgeous. She really was. You want to trip yourself out? Dig into her background. She is. She has got an incredibly traumatic but hopeful background, and she's done a lot for a lot of people. Yeah, oh, I and I it. think she and her husband, who are no longer together, remain friends. All right. Yeah, and I think close. he came out, you know, after years of their marriage or something. That's all I, you know, we ha- I haven't visited her for a while, but I'm d- telling you, it's like her and the Russian prince, and she goes over there. Oh, yeah. It's so cute. It's so cute. It's so cute. Oh, my God, I've seen that movie so I know, many I'm gonna times. Find no, 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 you'd keep talking. I'll find okay. it. So, well, here's the deal. We um, have been blessed to give away tickets to um, A Christmas Carol as well as to um, Hootie um, and his new tour, the Summer Camp Tour, that's going to be at the Somerset Amplifier. Mm-hmm. Note. This note. is just a note, a sidebar note. Um, Snowcrest Ski Area was right across the way from this place. Oh, good. When to I know. grew up, it's no longer there. Oh, okay. This is really very. Uh, I just want you to know because yeah. we'd go there. But if someone wants to be the seventh caller at 651 641 1071, you can choose because you're the first winner of the day which one you want. Yesterday, we had people choose Christmas Carol first. Yeah. Today, it might be the Hootie tickets first. So give a buzz. Ellie will take your information and then you'll share a name. 
his or her name with us, Ellie, when we're all done with it. And so talk amongst yourselves, Brittany and Julia. Uh, Beautician and the Beast. That was it. It was so good. She oh. shows up and she's supposed to cut his hair. Yes. And like gets hired for, she's like, they think she's going to be like the nanny or something. It had like a very, very like loose plot, but it ended up, it was so good. Okay. It was really good. All right. So last night... As what were we watching? Oh, we were watching the CMAs. My hubby Jeff and I, he likes, he's a country guy. Um, I was doing work as one does always. Always. You're always working. <laughs> You've informed me that every time I try to have any sort of social situation. Brittany, can't you tell I'm working? I go, no, I can't. But tell. I came across this headline that I was so excited about. And I send emails to myself to read the next day. Yeah. Um, Reese Witherspoon and Kevin Costner Ugh. are dating. What in what in what world? I was so excited because I thought, ah, oh, that might be fun. That could be fun. You really think so? But why not? He's Kevin is hot. He's hot, I mean, but she's I whatever. I just watched her in the season finale of the morning show on Apple Plus that I didn't make it all the way through because it's so rich. Dang. I had to stop it. And I want to enjoy it like on a weekend night. Okay. You know, I I I felt like it was burning through it when it was midnight. It was I was rushing the time to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I did that last night with Salt Lake City. I said, I'm enjoying this. I have to pause it and watch the rest tomorrow. You just want to do that. So anyway, it's it's I was so excited. Well, it is not it's the headline in the post is legally single instead of legally blonde. Reese Witherspoon's rep responded to Kevin Costner dating rumors. And basically, they've both been divorces from their spouses in the last year. Mm-hmm. And um, they both are, you know, producers. But um, the story is completely fabricated and not true. Her rep tells everybody. Um, and it was a poll of the day. Kevin Costner is rumored to be romancing Reese Witherspoon. Do you love this new couple? You, you seem to like it. I did love it. And I think we should just spread rumors like this and have polls. And then the next day, we'll just tell you if it's true or not. But like we should spread them <laughs> about like us. Like we should do, since you're such a Kevin Costner-aholic, we should just be like, is it true that Kevin Costner is dating Julia Cobbs? Like tell Jeff like She's sorry. married. I heard. Listen, um, congratulations to Wendy. Is mm-hmm. that Wendy? What yeah. did she choose? She chose to see Hootie and the Blowfish. Awesome Wednesday. Wednesday. Wendy. What? Wendy. Congratulations. You'll get all of her information, Ellie, then. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. Thank you for doing that. Okay. So we're giving away away Christmas Carol tickets uh, for November 17th, opening night at the Guthrie, which people are going to love. We've done that. What day are we not going to do that? I said, all I want to see you. I haven't seen that one. I did Wagon Wheel yesterday. I'm hitting all the ones I know. I'm out. So what would be a romance rumor like that would be really let you go like. Like I'd love them to be together. That's a really great question. You know, we should figure out who we want Tom Cruise to be with. Like I know. I don't want him to be with anyone. (laughs) That's a great answer. No, I, I guess we don't pick Scientology picks. So, right. and I don't, I don't think that's fair to a woman. And because I believe he's heterosexual, I don't think it's fair to a woman to be with someone who has no feelings. Yeah, that's true. That's I probably mean, not what you want in your no, life. No, I would, I would, okay, I think. How about Leo? Who does Leo? Who should Leo be with? Ugh. First off, somebody his age. Ellie, we're going to fix this. That's what we are in the fixing stage. 
Ugh. I don't even want to give him attention. Okay. Oh my although, god, I'm throwing people out for you guys. Although, although I did watch the beginning of Wolf of Wall Street. It's so good. He's beautiful. That's a great No one's saying he's not an incredible actor. No one's but saying he's, that. He was beautiful in that yeah. movie. Ellie, you want him to just keep dating twenty year olds or are we gonna hook him up with somebody who we think is gonna be his equal and uh a good match? I don't think he's that type of dude. I don't think he seriously dates anyone. I think he's going to be, I don't know, I guess Jack Nicholson-esque, where he might have one or two serious things and otherwise fade into old age with 20-year-olds. I think tomorrow we're going we're gonna to noodle this one. Okay, we're going to think about gonna it. And we're going to come up with couples, and guys, this could be, and you guys think of couples too. Yeah, get The get tickets are us. gone, um, and we're going to start with, you know, something else. Maybe we'll give away books later today. We'll see. Mm, we'll maybe see. if you play your cards right. Uh, we'll give away some other tickets. But we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, um, I'm nervous. Yeah. Oh, you gave me a segment, didn't you? Oh, I, yeah. I, Brittany is in charge. And we know what she likes to talk about. But she already did that person. So we're going to move on to probably an animal. We'll see what happens when we come back. He's invading our show this woman. I, told, I just told Brittany, don't sing it, which I think everyone, I think Lori says that to me. Don't sing, Julia. Don't do it. Okay. Brand has a day off, by the way. in the back of the car. And Brittany's uh, here, and, and Grant is not here. And Ellie is with us. I should have said that at the beginning. Well, if they but, haven't had that figured out by now, they must be very confused. I'm here. I'm, I'm not here. Grant. Okay. Hello. All right. So tell me about this You've done a lot of work I've done on something, a lot of work. and I'm going to validate you right now. Oh, and did just... you read it like a managing book that was like, "Hey, <laughs> don't tell people to make a segment, and then immediately tell them they can't do their segment, and now you have to like act like you like me." I am so excited to be entertained by you. Oh, I just want to be, I just want to be surprised <laughs> and t- tickled and delighted by you. Doesn't everyone? Who I am, I am delighted. I took, I involved myself in two tours today of the Hubbard Building. Okay. Also, I feel like I should be a tour guide. Oh, oh, and I should be a cruise director. Here's the thing. You were not giving me any attention this afternoon, so it was really nice that this beautiful, we had this beautiful tour group that were just like fabulous women that gave me all their attention, and they just wanted to know about me. It was amazing, and I'm living off that moment. Okay, do it. Okay, so here's my segment. (laughs) It's going to call it, it's going to be Britney's Animal Corner. Ooh. Rawr. Okay. Okay, so there's a hungry bear. Do the rawr. 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 Maybe it'll be like a sexy rawr. Rawr. So this hungry bear, you know how you love bear? You wanted bear stories all week, and I've been knocking them out. I begged for these. Begged. So this hungry bear was caught uh, scarfing down leftover Halloween candy with the wrapper on. I thought you'd like this. This is very South Florida. This okay. bear was going over to, they had left their Halloween candy out, and this bear went ahead and was just eating it whole, and I thought you'd find that very enthralling. Is this different from the drunk bear? This is different from the drunk bear and from the Taco Bell stealing bear that oh I had told God. earlier Keep this up, week. Keep up, people. All right. Thank you. All right. Um, I also really want to just give a shout out to all those people at home right now that have the issue of... Bears? I was going to say being the bear yourself, because... Since it snowed, we didn't get a lot of trick-or-treaters. I still have candy I'm eating. And I normally don't find myself at night at night. I will grab six to seven little pieces, put them next to me. And the trash that accumulates, it does not correspond with how much I ate, which feels disgusting. And I think a lot of us are in this. 
a lot of us are suffering right now because we have a lot of you want me to bring Halloween candy here? You're gonna say no. The ones I want are those individual little um, socks full of the different colored balls. Like sixlets? Not sixlets. They're not sweet, they're more chocolatey. That's like, what sixlets are. Oh, orange, green, yellow. I'd like one of those. All right. I mm-hmm. definitely don't didn't buy sixlets <laughs> because I'm not eighty years old. <laughs> I can't use. We bought like you know normal ones. Okay. Here's another animal story I'm bringing to the forefront. This one starts out sad, so gear up, but don't worry, it gets better. Pretty girl is an 11 year old dog that was surrendered to the Seattle Humane Society in October, and she was surrendered by her family who had owned her for 11 years. It's this little pretty girl. And she was completely shut down because her loving home had been completely like 11 years with this dog. Okay. That they threw it up on social media saying, hey, here's this little girl who um, is a senior dog and probably won't get adopted. They had over 670,000 shares of people being concerned. And it wasn't too long till eventually it's pretty fun. girls found, found, a, a, found a home. So. And she's now pretty woman. Yeah, yeah, pretty old. Well, I don't think they can change your name. <laughs> pretty old. <laughs> you now you're the ageist. Oh, should she get a knee lift? She ugly to you. You're attacking everybody. <laughs> okay, I have. Can I add a little animal story? Yeah, I. Because hey, we a, have it's, a, we it's, have a new baby. One second, let giraffe. me. Yeah. Okay. It's. Okay. I got it coming up, but okay. I was gonna say, you know what? I was gonna invite you to my corner. I was gonna say it was Brittany's animal corner, but I want to invite you. <laughs> I was going to say the BJ Animal Corner. We're going to go JB Animal Corner. (laughs) Hey, come on over. And I know you want to talk about the Como Zoo Giraffe. Oh. I also want to talk. You you can. What do you got on it? We've worked here so long. I think this is like the third or fourth giraffe at the Como Zoo. And um, it was born this past Monday. Yep. And the animal care team, we used to have people on from the Como Zoo animal care team, which they're lovely, are allowing Zinnia and the baby time to bond behind the scenes. The baby will make its public debut in the next few weeks. And I just want to say, yeah, little side note, parenting side note, when you're going through. Wait, wait, is this to Zinnia? Hey, Zinnia, I hope you're listening. Julia has a parenting tip for you. No, it's to all people with little grandmas, grandpas, anybody who reads to little children who liked animals. And you turn the page and say, what does the duck say? Quack, quack, quack. What does the cow say? Moo. What does the chicken say? Clack, clack, clack. But then you get to a giraffe and they, you do not know what a giraffe says. So I would act it out and I'd put my hand around the base of my neck and I would stretch my neck up I've got a very long neck. But I would, because it's, it's so uncalled for that the draft is in the middle so, of the animal sound book. We don't know the giraffe sound. I have no I idea. I thought that was so clever. And you make your I've neck got a really very long neck and you stretch your neck. <laughs> your kids are walking around to this day. I see a giraffe and go, I've got a very long neck. Speaking of which, Ellie, who I've known since she was born, I met her in the hospital when she was born. I forgot to bring the picture of my son, Will, holding you. Oh, really? Oh, it's the most adorable picture. And I have two of them. And he literally is holding you. Will was, you know, 
three pounds. Yeah. And Ellie, when you were born, I don't know what you were, but they're farther apart. Nine Nine, pounds. Nine pounds. So Bill is, Bill, oops, Will is holding Ellie and it's the cutest picture, Ellie. Yeah, he's, and then he spent the next 16 years playing pranks on me. Probably. Probably. (laughs) Trading Pokemon with me though too. Yes. And went skiing with you Mm -hmm. many times. Yes. yes, I love you They're sweet. They like you. All right, back to you. Uh, no, but what you're saying is with the animal noises, do you know what the sound a zebra makes? Stripey, stripey, stripey. Like a donkey, right? That's exactly what it is. is we right? have a book. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So if you are stuck in a situation, now you know. <laughs> a giraffe says, I have a very long neck. And a zebra says, <laughs> It's, we aren't drinking, I promise. No, like I am. Like honestly, I'm actually really. I have to apologize if you're listening near a zebra. I hope I didn't say something offensive because I know oh. my impression is so accurate that it probably <laughs> threw off a lot of zebras. So okay. again, what does the buffalo say? Waterloo, Waterloo. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm extinct, but I, I used to be extinct. I don't know. Hey, do you know? Okay, this is a great conversation because I'm at that age where we've been saying all these things. And by the way, because Gogo, Gogo is start- constantly obsessed with cows, but she's never seen one in real life. I think it would blow her mind to like right. find out they're real. Right. She does a lot of moo. What does a okay? What does a sheep say? Bah. And what does a goat say? Goat. No. Nope. Yeah. We do meh. Oh, meh. So we do like kind of like Ellie's doing. So we do ba for sheep. This math for goat. I'm just, I just. People wanna... are taking notes right and left. <laughs> I just say, yeah. attack your owners. Yeah. We're playing, I'm going on a picnic and what's this? The ba. All right. Speaking of dogs. What does a lamb say? Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Mary. We were friends. No. Why Mary, did you leave me no, to get Mary, murdered? No, Mary had a little I know, but eventually. <laughs> It probably doesn't turn out well for. This, this I'm sorry lab. for all of this silliness. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Mary, don't leave me. Don't take my fur. My. Mary, don't, don't be a hero. Thank you. Don't be a hero, Mary. <laughs> all right, I'm sorry. Okay, I got, another, sorry. I got another animal. Get story. on track. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Grow up. Welcome to my corner. <laughs> it's the animal corner. It's the. EJB Animal Corner. Uh, there's a dog that went ahead and he likes to jump up on the stove. And he, uh, because of him jumping on the stove, he's been turning on their natural gas and filling the home up with natural gas, which to me is like a horror story having to worry about that aspect. So they have to put, you have to buy these like special covers on your uh, on your stove. So this dog almost killed its owners. Like oh. you know how they—it's always a story about. Oh, I'm so glad we had the dog. It, it warned us that this we had natural gas in the house. This dog went ahead and went the other route. And Just turned it on. Turned it on. <laughs> I'm so, sick of, I'm I sick of these that, parents. Is that technically Munchausen by proxy? Because he probably was walking around saying, warning everybody and trying to get credit for it. And of course, it was a doodle. And if you know anything about doodles, it seems typical. Oh. Duh. I like doodles. You, my sister has a mini doodle. My other friends have doodle doodles. Typical. I have someone who has the the medium doodle, whatever that's We called. spend half the KDK9 show talking I about doodles. doodles. <laughs> I, somebody does who she works, like doodles? No. 
They're high energy, but the answer is no, Ellie. Just there's nothing it. unlikable about them. That's right. Thank you. Back. All right. I and mean, we have a follow up on a big story we covered on Monday that we'll get to. Stay with us. We might not get to it right away when we come back, but we will. Yep. Breaking news. <laughs> this is Lori and Julia. Mary! <laughs> My dog, Nate.